Welcome to another episode of Cardboard Fever. I am joined by co-host Matt. Matt, before we get going, how are you on this fine Wednesday evening as we sit here and record? Dude, I just snagged another Tyrese Halliburton rookie. Life good. is good. A good one? What did you get? No, I mean, just the NBA hoops one. I mean, okay. I'm just trying to stack up on them. The only, there are a cool other very, there. So, as you've seen, we've been in two NBA hoops breaks together. Or no, you bailed on you didn't bail, but you you were too scared to get in the other one. Yeah. 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 But we were in the one we we didn't see anything like it was a fun break, no doubt, but there was nothing crazy. Like we didn't pull any of those slams or any of those like um, I don't know if you saw those license plate cards. But so I I did see a few other variations of Halliburton's online on on, um on eBay and so different variations of hoops are out there and they're pretty neat. But I also just saw what was the um Jeez, I'm drawing a blank off the top of my head. What's the other NBA brand that just came out? Oh, boy. Oh, I was in a conversation with someone about it today when they put my Halliburton, when I put my Halliburton request up. I'm going to look it up right now as we talk. But anyway, I have a bid in for one of those Halliburtons, and it's really nice. It's already up to $30. Here, I'm in my bids and offers right now on eBay. Oh my God! I'm not going to get it. It's all the way up to fifty-one dollars. It's a, oh, it's a certified rookie. Okay, okay, yeah, certified just came out. Yeah, it's, it's certified. I, the bid started earlier today. It was all the way down to fifteen, and I was winning at thirty-one a few hours ago. Now it's all the way up to fifty-one, and there's four days and twenty hours left. That's probably going to hit seventy-five, eighty before it's done. I mean, he just put up another twenty-plus point game last night, and he played thirty-nine minutes again. I mean, he's on fire. The only thing that concerns well, see the only thing that concerns me about the NBA hoops, it, it doesn't regardless of, of Halliburton, how Halliburton's gonna be worth the money, I feel. But like like my my buddy Chad said, who owns Sports Car Junction, traditionally hoops is a lower end product and even the 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 Zion Williamson he has there is only twenty five bucks for sale. And that's you know, like I always say his store is one of the cheapest around and a $25 Zion rookie card. I mean, you can't really beat that. So I don't know how, how much value my personal Halliburton's will get on NBA hoops. I hope NBA hoops gets valued more because I don't think I'm going to be able to afford a certified <laughs> Halliburton if it gets up to 80 or hundred bucks. No. Yeah. Hoops is a good like entry level way to start, but I agree. I think Halliburton's a good a good one to collect. I like to follow your Halliburton adventures. But hey, before we we talk about some cars and everything, let's let's first do our sponsor shout out again to our friends at Pastime Marketplace. The best case is to keep all of your cards, whether they're they are in a graded slab or not, safe. I've got the XL case here. I need to do a video on it at some point soon. 
and it is massive sitting sitting next to my desk here tons of cards in there it's really great and definitely worth worth the cost so and a double reminder check out our youtube and tiktok channel matt has some personal breaks up on youtube i've got some stuff up on tiktok and by the time you're listening to this next week we probably have a few more at least two more TikToks coming and, and whatever Matt wants to put up on YouTube. So with that being said, I thought we'd start with an interesting discussion you and I posted on Twitter today. And today, NFL Donruss Optic released a special slash 199 box collection. It was There was 199 boxes available. And... A guy out there now, if you want to figure out who it is, scroll through our Twitter. I'm, I'm not going to call him out on here by name, mainly because I forget it and I don't feel like looking at it. But he bragged about the fact that he used a bot to get 171 of the 199 boxes. In other words, he automated the process so he didn't have to sit in front of his computer or anything to get 80-something percent of the availability in the product. And there's a few things that bothered me before I, I turn it over to you, Matt. First off, the amount of people were like, wow, great, great work. You you just lost out on product. Second, using a bot is not cheap. So it costs money and it costs, costs time and money because you have to code it correctly. And that's a lot of work and not easy. So, and three... Panini's not going to do a damn thing about it because I, did I say Donruss at the beginning? I'm sorry if I screwed that up. Anyway, it's the same thing. They're not going to do anything about it because it's all about supply and demand. And now there's a ton of demand and not much supply. So they can keep jacking the prices up every year or at least in the, in the near term. And, and these people running these bots are going to keep doing the same thing and, they're almost incentivizing these people. Meanwhile, you have stuff, Matt, I'm not sure if you're familiar with NBA Top Shot, which is like cards, but video. It's like trading videos. I yeah. think it's the stupidest thing ever. I'm not a big fan of it. We'll save that for another day. But you have to log into a website and it tells you, hey, you're 3,000th place in line. Why Why can't we just do that? If you get a, If you get a box, great. If not, Get in line earlier next time. You know, that's it's 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 a virtual line, I think, is the way to go. And I don't know. I don't know if I'm more embarrassed that the guy bragged that he used a bot or that people were psyched for him. So I'm just gonna leave it at that and and stop my rant here. All right, dude. So a couple of things out out of that. First thing, when you first sent me the story. I was picturing it in my head, like he programmed a robot to go into Target or whatever, or the top, or you know, Panini, and go buy these, like literally go in and pick them up as a robot. I don't know why I picture that. Yeah, like if he was able to do that, and good for him, but like, like for real, like no, like that, that really makes me mad. That cool that he was that smart that he was able to figure that out, but that that shouldn't be again it falls into the same subject of should you limit retail at a target? And, you know, the argument goes for me with the whole limiting toilet paper thing during the the pandemic. I, (laughs) I understand why they do it. 
I understand why they do it, but I I also disagree with limiting people from their free will to be able to buy stuff. But I, I appreciate and understand why they do it. I don't in this instance, I don't like the virtual I don't like the virtual waiting line thing because, you know, no disrespect to you or people like you, but like you're able to sit online to a computer all day. It's part of your job and wait in a virtual line. I can't. No, I, I, I have a blue collar job. I can't, I can't sit and look at my phone all day. So there needs to be a way, and I'm not the one to ask on what it should be, but there needs to be a way where everyone has a fair, maybe not I mean nothing is fair, but a more fair way for everyone to have the chance to get something. Some guy shouldn't be allowed to sit there and program a robot and cheat the system up like that. Granted, you're going to, everyone beats the system once. At, at, at everything, no matter what it is, it's just how companies react to fixing it. It'll be interesting to see a Panini what they do. I saw a couple comments on our page that says they hope people boycott the guy and just don't buy any of his boxes. I saw that. Yeah. Touche. I mean, I certainly won't buy any off of them. I don't care unless he sold them under retail. I wouldn't buy any off of them. Like that's just just out of principle. And I'm a I'm a big principle guy, as you know. Yeah, and real quick, I I understand your point about you know not everybody being able to sit in a virtual line fair, and I'm I'm glad we agree that still there needs to be a solution. Unfortunately, this isn't the first time this has happened. You know, this has happened to Panini, and it's happened when Prism got released, and it's happened a bunch over the last probably probably longer than I can remember. So, we're a robot audit though. Yes. Like, or not a robot, but it was really? Yes. So this has happened before. Okay. Many times. Okay. Yeah. This is not a, this is not like a brand new phenomenon. This is just the first time that I've personally seen somebody brag about it. And shout out to one of the Hive Cards groups on Twitter that I'm in. Somebody pointed it out. And that's as soon as I saw that, I sent it to you. Like, should, should we share this out? Like, how, this, I feel like oh, I would yeah. talk about this, but. I don't know what to say. That's why I just left it. Hey, what do you think? Dude, well, 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 like, I, well like I said real quick, like if he, was, if he was smart enough to figure it out, good for him that you're that smart. But like I wouldn't have sat there and bragged about it because you, you look like a f- is what you look like. And, you know, I'll never do business with that guy personally. So real quick, I know I talked about it at the very end of last week's episode. Tops Project 70 is officially out now. We've got, I don't know, five, six days of artist work out there. And at first I thought, oh, this is going to be Project 2020 rehashed, but the artists and, and work that they've been doing on these cards so far has been really cool. Uh, I am definitely, I, I already have the, the Tatis. I, I grabbed the Aaron Judge from Lauren Taylor, who will at some point in the next handful of weeks be a guest on the show. I should actually have a date for that by tomorrow. So looking forward to that. I would talk to her a little bit. She did the Aaron judge card by the way, and came out, came out really good. So they have a ton of different, I shouldn't say ton of different. They have a, a bunch of different variations of the artist card. You know, there's the artist print. There's a bunch that are, slash 70 there's even some that are you know gold lined slash one of one so i i feel like project 70 is 
what I wanted Project 2020 to be. I, I really like the artwork that they've been doing. And a lot of these artists that I've been reading about are really good people that are supporting, you know, mental health causes and other causes that are important to me too. That so I'm 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 just really jacked up about it right now. So yeah, just leave it at that and and keep checking it out. I'm sure I'll do some some more work on it. I think we'll actually do a mini Monday episode dedicated to it in the near future. Well, let's talk some NBA. The All-Stars were announced before we get to how this could affect or won't affect the card market. Matt, what don't you like about the NBA All-Star announcement? All right, well, so I haven't had all that memorized. So I'm going to go down the list of the bus first. That Well, first of all, all right, so right off the top of my head, here's the Eastern Conference starters. Durant, yes, worthy. Giannis, worthy. Beal, worthy. Embiid, eh, worthy. I, Kyrie's a starter. I mean, he's played like six games because he decided to to take a sabbatical. <laughs> take yeah, a he decided to take a a break in the middle of his job. He shouldn't be a starter. Jalen Brown's had a really good year. He's a reserve. I agree with that. James Harden, people thought he quit on Houston. And, I mean, he might have, but he's been phenomenal in Brooklyn. Zach Levine, he, he's had another good year. Um, Julius Randle, I agree with that. Tatum, I agree with that. So the the three I don't agree with, Kyrie Irving, Nikola Vucevic, and I don't really agree with Simmons. He hasn't really lit the world on fire or anything. Yep. Before I get to my, my snubs, I'm going to go down to Western Conference and see what I, I like and don't like. LeBron, obviously. Steph Curry, he's had a hell of a year. Luca for – I so – at the semi-beginning of the year, his odds for MVP started to drop because the team itself was not doing well. But as of late, they've been playing well. So regardless of that, he should be an all-star. And he's a starter. I agree with that. Nikola Jokic, obviously love the Joker. Kawhi, I haven't really watched much of the Clippers this year. I'm going to assume that Kawhi is a good pick to start. Anthony Davis, I saw, got replaced by Devin Booker. So I'm not going to touch that if we're being a snub because we can all agree he was a snub. So I agree with that. Paul George, like I said, I don't really know much about the Clippers this year. He's on the team. Rudy Gobert agrees he's an all-star. Same time, obviously. Mitchell, he always puts up good numbers. So I don't have any issues with that. Chris Paul is having another solid year, this time in, in Phoenix. I would have originally took Booker over Paul. But the fact that Booker got in now with Davis, I won't be too upset with that. Um, and it's cool. To, it's cool to yeah. see Zion get in. I wanted to just give you a real quick. I agree with about ninety-eight percent of what you said, except Jason Tatum missed like a month of basketball. So if Kyrie missed a month of basketball and Jason Tatum missed a month of basketball, neither of them should probably make it. Jalen Brown has easily been the best Celtic this year by far. And I'm not sure who I would put in over Tatum in the East, to be honest with you. And I'm, I'm not knocking your Ben Simmons probably shouldn't have made it because outside of 
the last three games where he had 42 and 36 or something roughly around there points right. wise, he's been relatively average this year. So totally fair there, but I did just want to interject that I'm kind of, I'm, I'm not on board with the Tatum train, but listen, he brings the hype because he's Jason Tatum. So I get it, but continue on with your snubs and then I'll, 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 I'll go in with a couple of mine. Totally fair on, on Tatum for the fact that he also misses much time as Kyrie. I, I wasn't aware that he missed that much time. I, I know the, it seems like the Celtics always have injuries. I knew they had him again this year. I just thought it was more so with Kemba and Mark and uh, Marcus Smart. Um, but so that that's completely fair. I would also take off Tatum based on the fact that the Kyrie fact, but I'm glad that we both agree on Jalen Brown. He's been lighting the world on fire. Um, so snubs. He's a beast. beast. Yeah. So snubs. Some people say that Chris Middleton was a snub. Uh, is what it is. Bama, Bama yeah, Bio, uh, I'll take it or leave it. Jimmy Butler, I will, I will replace Tatum with Jimmy Butler. Again, I know he's missed some time. I don't know how much time, but as of late, he's been he's a oh, lot. okay. A lot, then never mind. But he's been on fire as of late. He's had a. I'm pretty sure he had two triple doubles in a row a week or two ago. So, but Sabonis or I'm just gonna say his last name. I always mess it up. Sabonis. How do you not put Sabonis in? He's averaging a double double. The Pacers, I think, are a pleasant surprise this year in the NBA. Um, so Sabonis should be in there. Trey Young. I mean, he's up and down this year. My biggest, my biggest snub. Well, before I get to that, that's just the East, right? I didn't do the West. All right, I'll, I'll do the East, and then I'll let you jump in, and then I'll do the West. So the East. Another guy that I think should have got a nod, possibly, is Colin Sexton. Or uh, what was the other guy? No, there's the, Garland. Garland wasn't on the list of snubs. I know he's missed some times too. But my my biggest beef was um, Fred VanVleet. Fred VanVleet has been yep. amazing this year, and I know Pascal Siakam a few years ago won the most improved player and he almost won it again the other year. Maybe he did win it two years in a row, but I remember um, some analysts talking about him possibly winning it two years in a row. That's neither here nor there. But what I'm getting at is I don't know if Fred Van Vliet, Fred Van Vliet qualifies for that, but he's definitely on that list. If he does, he's been on fire this year and another player, I'm not going to go to the West yet, but another player who should be on the list for most improved player is uh, Christian Wood. So I'll, I'll let you jump in on the snubs for the East first, and, and then we'll, we'll go to the West. So if if we're going to look at the who would be in over Simmons or Tatum, Tobias Harris has been, after kind of like a shaky first week to the season, and has really been consistent for the Sixers this year, much improved. Jeremy Grant in Detroit would be another one. Everybody thought that contract was awful, and he's done nothing but – play game in and game out, even though the Detroit is kind of dreadful. Those would be my two biggest snubs. Trey, listen, I agree completely with, with Sabonis first off. He, he definitely, if, if I'm going to add into, I'm going to add into bias and I'm going to add in Sabonis and take out Tatum and take out Simmons. Trey, I I get why he, people are going to call him a snub. He's averaging just under 27 points and just over nine assists a game. But there are a game, first off, the dude doesn't play nope. defense. And and 
there are games where he, I think last night he shot like nine of 27. So this is last night as of us recording. So eight days ago, he shot roughly nine of 27 from the field, including one for nine from three. And, and obviously he's immensely talented. I just, his lack of consistency and the fact that he, you know, is the best guy on the team and they're still not like, he's not making them a playoff team. And he doesn't he play consistently do that one to two times a week, put up a dud game for how talented he is. He shouldn't do that. You're right. And I, and I know this has nothing to do with all-star selections, but he does that, that thing that James Harden does where he, he like goes out of his way to try to draw a foul and it works and it really annoys the <laughs> hell out of me. So it just it just irritates me, you know, because it it just looks it looks like he's flopping to get fouled, and it works. Anyway, let's go to the West. All right, so the West. You want me to start off again? Uh, I'll jump in. I'll I'll start it off this time. So first off, you hit the nail on the head. Oh, Christian Woods on on the Rockets. He's he is in the West. Okay. Your Christian Wood is definitely a good one. I think he's been injured for the last couple of weeks, so probably why he's on the snub list. I still think he was getting snubbed regardless. I, I just think I think he's on yeah. Houston. Yeah, They don't get very much attention right now because Harden's gone, and I think he's coming from Detroit and being drafted highly. I forget where he was drafted, but I'm pretty sure he was drafted pretty highly out of UNLV. He's kind of been borderline a bust, so I don't think he was getting the respect he deserves. So I think if anything, he's more qualified for the comeback, the most improved player over an all-star, if you will. But go ahead. Sorry. Yep. No, that that's fair. I I, I appreciate the insight. I'm just gonna go with two here. I, I obviously I want to put my boy Ja in there, but he he just missed too much time to to really be considered considered for that. And when he came back, he, I don't think he was truly healthy for the first probably two and a half ish weeks where he wasn't particularly shooting well. And, and he's turned it on lately, but not enough to be considered for me. So that's, that's fair. Shy Gilgis Alexander in Oklahoma city, 23 points, six assists, five boards a game. He, you came over in the Russell Westbrook trade and I didn't really think too much of him before the year, but he's night in night out putting up 18 to 24 points and, and been very consistent on a, not very good team. So I, I think he got he uh, mainly, mainly healthy. He missed about two weeks. So fair, fair. We're, we're both doing this he's to each other. Though. I love him. And the one guy who I'm pretty sure he's been healthy all year. And I, I can't believe this. He's never made an all-star team at the age of 33 is Mike Conley, 16 and a half points, six assists a game. His Plus minus of plus 11.2 is the best in the NBA by nearly two points playing for Utah and isn't even a consideration like that one. And I don't know who I would necessarily put him in over because, you know, like you, I don't know the Western conference as well as the East because of the time zones, but yeah, man, I, I can't believe he's never made an all-star team. Conley's never made an all-star team. That's kind of crazy. In the West, you know, I, I'm i glad Booker made it in. Like we touched on that. I I think Shea Gilchrist or Shea, Joe, Shea is a hell of a player. I'm 
I don't want to sound like I'm just, just docking players just because they miss time. I mean, but like realistically, if you're betting on all or not betting, if you're selecting an all star, too many people just see what they want to see. They want to see their favorite players there. When I pick an all star team, regardless of league, I want to see how they're doing. I don't care if they're a nobody. I want to see if they're playing and if they're playing well. So that, that being said, I know Shea hasn't missed as much time as the other guys, but I'm, I, I'm still going to dock him a little bit, as well as Jaw. You know, Jaw's one of the most popular players in the league, but, you know, we were talking to our buddy Matt Saltzman about it. I don't – Jaw just didn't look right when he came back, and you got to take that into consideration. Now, if he explodes and says he puts up MVP numbers the rest of the year and wins, wins the MVP, that's fair. But, like, right now he's not an all-star. Um, a guy that I would like to see get a nod. Agreed. I'm sorry. Okay. Cool. Agreed. Um, a guy that I would like to see. He, I think he was slouted with De'Aaron Fox, your boy. He's averaging 22, seven rebounds and three, or seven assists and three rebounds on the Kings. I, I think he's the subject of being on the Kings. They don't get on TV a lot. No one really follows them. And Tyrese Halliburton is getting a lot of the buzz here, but Fox has been outstanding. Again, I haven't watched. I've been following Halliburton, but I don't know if Fox has missed much time or not. I don't get to stay up late and watch the Kings, so I don't know if he's missed time or not. I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't think I don't think he's missed much. Maybe a gamer or a few, well, then, but but then not that much. Being said that's my biggest snub in the West, aside from Booker. But we, like we said, Booker got in. I would love to put Wood in because he's put the numbers up. But he's he's been injured, so I'm going to dock him. But if I could pick one guy in the West, it would definitely be Fox. That's fair. I I can appreciate that. All right, we've got one more topic to go through this year. Just more of a, an opinion thing to to round out the episode. So we have obviously tops 2021 series one that is now out, being ripped left and right. You and I both have gotten some good stuff from that. So obviously the. The big thing to do if you're not collecting an entire set, if you have a a you know favorite player, maybe for me it might be Fernando Tatis. I love his his attitude and, and fun for the game, or maybe Garrett Cole on on the Yankees. But is collecting the quote unquote rainbow where you get the base card and every variation of the card down to the, the, the printing plates, et cetera, autographs. So I just obviously kind of named my examples there, Matt, is this something you would consider doing for somebody on say the Rays, collect, you know, going after the rainbow? I know you're a big Brendan McKay guy. Well, you already know I have a Max Strasby rainbow. You have the whole mosaic no, rainbow, I don't have the whole rainbow. I, I kind of, um, it's not that I gave up on it. I just kind of, it's not that I gave up and lost interest on it, but I just, I put other needs first as the, as the seasons change. Yep. I, I have a lot. And to be honest, looking through, like I've seen some people's rainbows. I'm trying to think of one specifically off the top of my head, but the mosaic rainbow is freaking massive. Um, it's <laughs> like what I, I thought I had a lot. I have like six or seven of maxes, but some people legitimately have around 20 different rainbow colors for these other players. Now, I don't know if Max has all those colors as well, but some of the ones I've seen, the rarities of him, like I've seen the, um, 
oh, I'm think I'm drawing a blank on the name. What's like the really rare one? Like the dark blue swirl. I showed you my the yeah, Genesis. Genesis. His Genesis is out there for like last time I saw it, I think it was ninety bucks. So I'm not obviously I put that on the back burner for a little bit, but like some of the other Kellers I don't have are just a little bit too expensive right now. I don't have the red. I found the red for ten bucks, but I just for whatever reason I didn't get that yet. But yeah, to answer your question, yeah, I have a Max Rainbow. I don't have an issue with rainbows. They're kind of cool, actually. Um, and there's so so, yeah. so one guy I just sold a card to tonight. Speaking of like just cool things, you know, I I've told you the one kid I've seen he collects Harrison Butkers. Another guy collects Texas Ranger team cards. So I just sold for my my buddy actually Blake. I sold it for him via Twitter. He collects, I don't know if you ever came across him, but he collects just all-star game relics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. his name off the top of my head. But I asked him why he does it, and he said it's because he went to those all-star games with his son, and it dates back, I think, to like 2017. So essentially, he's building memories with his son via the all-star game relics. And I just think that's like one of the coolest stories in the hobby like I've ever heard. Yeah, massive, massive respect. So... Probably in respect to Tops Series One, probably, and and there's there's about sixteen ish per guy. If you're going after you know guys that have the full set, like uh, I know our buddy Billy from Hive Cars is going after the Roman Quinn Hive, which is uh, cool because I know he's a big Roman Quinn fan, and he's already got like two thirds of it. Now, granted, Roman Quinn is much easier to get than. And most guys, because he's probably a fourth outfielder, let's say. But would you do a Brandon McKay? I'm just picking a Rays guy that that stands out to me. A rainbow in you know the in the summer this year once baseball gets going. Honestly, it it just depends how I feel. I don't really have yeah. Like I said, I in, in other episodes, it's I don't want to. It, it kind of goes back to the the making money thing and not making money thing, but it disappoints me that pitchers aren't valued as much. Now, granted, I'm trying to collect Brendan McKay, but at the same time, down the road, you know, when we're older, maybe need some money for retirement or whatnot, I want to collect stuff that's going to grow in value. So I don't know. I would like pitchers to be more valued, like like we've talked about. It chicks dig the long ball. the, The the home run hitters are most the home run hitters are most valued. Um, in the NFL, essentially NFL, you're looking for NFL rookie QBs or busts. I mean, let's be honest. We've talked about it before. Justin Jefferson, one of the best receivers to ever come out of college in the past like ten years, he broke all of Randy Moss's records in Minnesota. I mean, you can buy rookie cards of him for dirt cheap. So, but you can't. You can't find anything like a Justin Herbert minimum is five dollars at minimum. So, yes. Yeah, that's for the crappy. Right, right, insert. right. So yes, you're. To answer your question, yes, I wouldn't mind doing it, but it B, it just depends if if I'm in the mood and the price is right. Like I said, like the Genesis Max was ninety last time I saw it. A couple other variations were in the forties, and yeah, I'd like to have them, but. You know, if Max isn't going to sell well, and I don't want to sell Max, like I love my Max collection, but down the road, I want it to be, I don't want to spend $90 on a card that's really not $90. You know what I mean? 
Like, like in theory, you. the Max Genesis card, as good as I think he is, I, I don't know if he's going to be a Hall of Famer or not, but that specific card is never going to be worth $90. That's maybe a 20 to $30 card. I know it's rare, but it's not Russell Wilson rare or Kyler Murray rare. You know what I mean? I, I got you. I, I can respect that. I I need to download a checklist and see if it's something I want to do. I'm on the fence right now. I, I know I named a couple guys, and I I don't know. There, there's a couple guys. There's a couple Padres. I'm a big San Diego kind of quietly big San Diego fan just because I, I love the city so much. And obviously I'm a Yankees fan. So Yankees are hard because everybody in the Yankees is expensive just because of that Jersey. Even if the guy's not that good, like a backup catcher, Gary, Gary Sanchez, the starting catcher is still expensive and he stinks. So anyway, we'll wrap it up there. We're, we're just over a half hour mark guys. If you're doing any buying and selling, don't forget to go to hobin.co. They're our friends. Great tool to, to check out for all your buying and selling needs. Their fees are much lower than eBay. Please use their site. We'll be doing an interview with them in the very near future. Let's wrap it up there. Matt, I will let you do the honors of signing us off this week. You know I like to poke fun at, at everything just to get a good laugh. And, you know, it's all good fun. So remember the, the autograph we got in Billy's break on Hive Cards? The Quinn Cook auto we pulled? Exactly. He, he just got yeah. cut the Lakers today or yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> I feel bad for the guy that got that auto. I, I hope he's a diehard coin club. But, you know, I just, I just found that funny. I was at my shift and I saw that. But anyway, all right, dude, honestly, everyone out there, thanks for listening to the show. Keep living the dream. Keep living the hobby.